Good evening. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck, the Passion Doctor, and thank you so much for joining this Create a Passionate Life call. I admire your motivation and your commitment to having the life you deserve and having a more passionate life. I originally became known as the Passion Doctor because as a psychologist, I built my counseling practice working with couples initially and supporting them in bringing back that passion into their relationships. And we work to create more connection, more intimacy, more romance, more sexuality. And the truth is, passion is so much more than sexuality. And really, my work began to expand, and uh, I began to support my clients in creating more passion, both in love and in work. And it's an inside job regardless of your relationships or lack of relationships. Passion comes, uh, in my experience, when your inner life and your wants match your outer life then you're congruent, then you're living that authentic life. Then you have passion, you've got energy, you've got focus to create a more meaningful, deeper life for yourself. And that's really the work that I do with my clients in supporting them in getting to know themselves and share themselves with others. That's intimacy, whether in a romantic relationship or in another type of relationship. And uh, that's what we want. We want that with our friends, we want that with our lovers, we want that with our co-workers, employees, employers. That's who we build our lifelong friendships with. And you can learn more about me and my work at my website, thepassiondoctor.com. You can subscribe to my free uh, newsletter there, download my special report on relationships, 20 Rituals for Romance, as well as my special report on life purpose, The Secret to Owning Your Mission. And if anything I uh, offer you makes sense, uh, you can also schedule a complimentary consultation from my website. So uh, before I open up for questions and answers, I uh, normally will just speak a little bit on a topic, and the one I'm going to speak on today is um, about being right or being happy. And perhaps you've heard that question before. People ask, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And it really applies in many contexts, in your business life, in your, your uh, uh, friendships, and in your relationships. And, and right now I want to speak more to relationship in this area because most couples that contact me for support are in the middle of what I call their power struggle phase of the relationship, and that's where they're battling for control and they're highly reactive to those qualities of their partner that trigger their early childhood issues. And I've written about this before. You can see this on my uh, website under my core articles. Uh, but at this point, we don't really listen to our partner. We don't respect their perspective, in fact. Uh, our, our position is usually, if only they'd listen to me, if they'd only listen to me, they'd know I was right and everything would be okay. Right versus happy again, yes? So, of course, in these less uh, reactive moments, we know there's two sides to every story, but it doesn't work so well when we're in that reactivity, when we're in that uh, primitive lizard brain that takes over, the one that keeps us alive, that depends on our survival, that keeps our heart beating, our breath going, that... that uh, protects us from danger. It's instinctive, it's natural, it's boom, boom, boom. There's no time to think and process for that. The problem is, though, our, uh, our nervous system can't distinguish between physical survival and psychological survival. So we, we uh, put our relationship survival on the line at this. That's what's being threatened. The solution, um, not a quick fix, unfortunately. I work with couples for months and sometimes for years on these power struggle issues. It takes practice. It takes practice and commitment and willingness to become conscious, 
to wake up and see the dynamics that go on between our, ourselves and our partners. It takes practice to pull yourself out of that power struggle, even for a moment, and just ask that question, do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? And it takes discipline to make the choice to be happy, especially you know, to, in, in the middle of that. We don't want to consider our partner's perspective, allow for differences. We want to shame and blame and do all the things that were done to us a long, long time ago. But that's not going to get us what we want, which is more connection, deeper connection, deeper intimacy, deeper passion. So really, um, when you make the relationship the priority, when you make connection the focus, you can begin to transcend that power struggle and build those habits, those habits of a conscious relationship so that you can choose happy more often than right in your relationship or maybe even choose happy all of the time. You know, that, that is, uh, that's the work. That's what I'm talking about here. So that's my thought for today. My question for you, though, is what are you looking for? You've called in here. Uh, you have the opportunity to call in and ask uh, your own personal questions, share your challenges, and, and see how I might support you in this. So if you type uh, five and the pound, five and the asterisk on your phone, that will virtually raise your hand, and I will unmute you, and we can interact. So who's open, who's willing right now? Uh, five and star is all you have to do. Uh, not seeing some brave souls today. Oh, I am. I, one just came up. Let me do the unmute. Hi, who's speaking? And you can just use your first name if you want to uh, keep your privacy. It's okay. Hey, Dr. Adam, it's Wendy. Oh, hi, Wendy. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited that you're on the call uh, and, and you're here and, and have something. What, what's going on? What can I support you with? What, what's challenging? Or maybe you have a comment to what I was saying, but I'm all ears. Well, this is a perfect call for me to call into. It's my first time. I'm so happy that, that this first topic really speaks to me. And I clearly have some old paradigms attached to this that I am very righteous. And so I don't know if I actually have a question. Maybe it'll come about, but this really speaks to me because my husband and I go through this all the time. Apparently, I am always right. And so well, perhaps agree, my question okay. is how <laughs> no we don't though. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's become quite an issue. Apparently I have always been this way, or at least in the fifteen years we've been together. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question would be how does one become well, I'm aware when this is happening, but how does one become uh where, does the, where do you draw the line? Where, how do you know how to, to stop? And do you just be quiet? Do you, do you just allow them to finish talking and, and agree with them? I, I guess that's my question of how do you handle this once you're aware that you're, you're pushing to be right all the time? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would suggest, Wendy, that allowing your partner to get their uh, words in is probably a good place to start instead of cutting them off and saying, <laughs> you're wrong, I'm right, enough said. You know, so I think that that's the truth. And you've been together 15 years or married 15 years, maybe together longer. So um, it's going to take some time and practice. But it, it really starts with the awareness of uh, what's underneath it. 
it's really that's the psychology of attraction. Why why are we with the partners we're with? I mean, as uh, as infants, toddlers, children, we're we're sponges. We're absorbing everything that our caregivers, sometimes our parents, sometimes extended family, uh, are doing. And whatever they do, we take in and and label it. We're just categorizing on the computer, and it's like. If, uh, if mommy and daddy fight all the time, that's what love is. That's what relationship is. If they're sweet and kind, that's what love is. If sometimes they're fighting and sometimes they're, they're kind, that's what love is. If they're alcoholics or narcissists, that's what love is. So we have to understand our own programming first because we're going to be attracted to someone who has the best and worst qualities of our caregivers. And in the beginning of the relationship, in the honeymoon stage, we're only going to see the good because our body is flooded with all those great hormones that just uh, we fall in love with so that we can keep the species going for a little bit uh, longer. So once, once that honeymoon phase starts to fade down and our body's not you know, producing as much phenethylamine and oxytocin, which everyone loves these days, and as much dopamine to reward us, um, we see the, the other qualities that we don't like. And those are the ones that trigger us. Those are the qualities that trigger us to be righteous or self-righteous, Wendy. And I would say that a practice that I, I find a helpful one is to look to myself first. It's like if I'm, if I'm being uh, uh, angry or upset or triggered, what's in me that's being triggered? It's like why is what they're saying disturbing me? Why are they so wrong so quickly? What is it in me? What is my issue? Whether it's an abandonment issue, uh, an attention issue, not feeling loved issue. I mean, those are just some, you know, uh, simple ones that I think most of us experience at some point. But why do I need to be right? I need to be right because if I'm not right, I won't be loved. If I'm not smart enough, if I'm not pretty enough, if I'm not sweet enough, if I'm not kind enough, if I'm not sexual enough, I won't be loved and then I'll be left alone. So looking to what what is going on, looking to, to the deeper truth in you, the deeper wound, because uh, I, I'd suggest that it's a wound that keeps this, this righteousness going. It's not, uh, it's not kindness. It's not coming from your heart. The heart doesn't need to be right. The heart just needs to love without all the other stuff attached. So does that, does that make any sense so far? Absolutely. I, I am absolutely aware that my inner world is, is expressed through my outer world and, and so forth. So yes, thank you. So needed to hear that. Thank you. Absolutely. So do, do you have a sense of what might be trig- your triggers that, that cause that righteousness? I don't know how deep you want to go into this, but we've got a little time if, if you'd like to. Hmm. Take a breath. I, I'm sure there's quite a few triggers. It, it all seems to stem back to the, the father relationship between my, my father that raised me and myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's me always proving myself and always seeking that's approval. I'm sure that's, that's a big portion of it. Yeah, yeah. So perhaps the next time you're feeling that, you can take a breath and uh, get out of your head, which is where all of this stuff goes, and get into your heart space, whether you just choose to put a hand on your heart and breathe into it and just, you know, trigger it, anchor it. Remember, in the heart, uh, there's compassion. And at that point, the the target of your compassion is yourself. Self-compassion for Wendy, for little Wendy, who just wanted to be loved, needed that attention and wasn't getting it. So she had to prove something so that she would be good enough somehow. 
so if you can remind that that peace and give it to her then let her know that she's loved you know mentally before you even move on and find out what's going on with your your husband or whatever else and then and share that love there too i mean the there's no deeper love than the willingness to let somebody be themselves to hear them out to understand where they're at to have compassion for that that place wherever it is to accept them uh, whether it's a painful place a loving place a sweet place a sour place i mean that's that's the work self-love and other love that's what's going to create the intimacy and in that place there's no need to be right you get what i'm saying absolutely cool yeah, that makes total sense. Thank you so much. My pleasure. A- anything else on that, or you're good? Oh, I think that's given me some wonderful uh, journaling to do. Cool. Yeah, it's it's just we're just dipping in there, and and there's a lot there. But again, it's one day at a time. It's facing what's coming up, being real with yourself, and and creating some new habits of looking within and getting into your heart space first before you lash out reactively. It's, it's choosing to respond instead of react, which, again, takes responsibility, which, you know, back in, back in the, the pop psychology days, responsibility is the ability to respond. Still makes sense. Definitely. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Wendy. I appreciate you being on the call, and I'm going to open it up to anyone else now. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so if you have a question, you want to raise your virtual hand, type 5 and the star on your phone, and I will be here to uh, address it and do my best on that. Do a little coaching if helpful. Do a little education if helpful. Anyone else? Just raise five and star. Okay, it seems the rest are shy. Wendy uh, certainly was out there. I, I uh, admire you for your courage on that, but I know you, we've met before too, so I know that you have that courage. You're willing to dig in. So others, if you're not ready, I do this call every Thursday, so you're, you're welcome to. Um, Let's give it a three count, see if anyone else wants to do that. Screw your courage to the sticking place like they say in Shakespeare. Three, two, one. Okay. Then let's, let's wrap. I'm Dr. Adam Scheck, the Passion Doctor. I am grateful that uh, everyone who has attended this call has attended it. Um, I will send out the recording sometime uh, later in the week, post it on my website, post it on Facebook. If you're subscribing to my Passion Doctor newsletter, you will receive the the link to that as well. And if I can be of any other support, you can reach me at my website, thepassiondoctor.com. You can get special reports there, book a complimentary consultation, yada, yada, yada. So thank you all for being on this call. I appreciate you all, and be well.